The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McWillian! And also we have Mr. D.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing feeling. We're bringing the cutting edge, boy season. Fitties are long, show them how it's done. We're on, forceamericasports.com. Welcome to Hard Hitting Radio with NFL veterans Mark McMillan with co-host Byron Evans. Get ready for sports talk with a dash of humor. Now, here's Mighty Mac and Byron Evans. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another edition. I'm solo today. My man B&E is off on vacation. He's chilling with the family down in San Diego, probably watching Shamu come in and out of water. I told him to take pictures, so... B&E, if you're out there listening, if you're chilling in the hotel room on the laptop computer, big shouts out to you, big fella. Hope everything is going good. Hope you guys have a good time down there because it's definitely hot down here in AZ. The weather is really smoking. We've got a good show today. We're going to have Eddie Chambers, uh, ranked number 15 by the IBF, up-and-coming heavyweight fighter out of Philadelphia. So we're excited to have him on as well today. Uh, I have a fan guest that's actually going to be here today, a good friend of mine, Kevin he actually lives here in the Phoenix area. So this is just something that we, you know, always do. You know, somebody that can't fill in, we'll grab a fan off the street. Or I'll grab one of my boys, tell him to come in and sit down and, and talk on the radio. He's from Boston, so he's going to be coming here talking about the Patriots, talking about the Boston Red Sox. I'm sure he doesn't want to hear about Big Poppy, who's still trying to find out about the illegal substance that he took. Knowing good and well, Big Poppy was doing more than spitting on them gloves. Him and Manny was back in the dugout. Everybody knows in Boston. So I don't know. You can call in if you have a concern about this this topic because a lot of people are saying that it's probably tainted now because those two guys got busted and their names was on the on the drug test. Let me hear your view. Let me see what you got to say about that. We always talk about guys using performance enhancement drugs to try to get that advantage, which is cheating. I don't see why they would want to cheat, but they do it for for reasons that we would never know. Like I said, you know, me and Byron, we played the game. How the game was supposed to be played didn't need any extra performance enhancing drugs. Especially if you're playing in Philadelphia, you got the vet, you got thousands of fans giving you that extra boost, that extra energy that you need. Uh, yes, we always always give props to the people back in Philadelphia, uh, which is in mourning today. I I will be. Crazy if I didn't mention this, the Eagles had today off because they had the service for the great defensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Johnson, who passed away from cancer. So our prayers definitely go out to him and his family as well. 
um, a great leader, a great mind from everything that I hear coming back from the city of Philadelphia. Uh, it's a tragic that he did, uh, you know, pass away. Um, he's definitely in a better place nowadays than he, than we are here today because we know in the daily life, living in the world, it can be struggles. And we all go through our little struggles and everything, but like I said, this is a, a heartfelt thing for the whole city of Philadelphia because everybody was real high, expectations were through the roof, and then you have something happen like this, which kind of sets you back a little bit. So I uh, hope those guys can rally around one another, especially the guys on defense. Um, you know, just, just step it up. Uh, whenever you're thinking about taking a break, just think about, you know, all the stuff that he had to go through, all the pain, all the treatment, all the chemotherapy that he was going through while he was trying to beat this uh, deadly disease. Uh, don't take any time off. You know, go out there and represent the city of Philadelphia well. Go out there and, and bring the pain. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great city, get great place to play. Fans are off the chain, as we would like to say. So without further ado, I would like to give, uh, I think we got Eddie on the, on the line right now. Eddie, you out there? Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Just just got done in, out here doing one of my uh, hobby things that I really like to do, and I was out here getting some lessons on my bowling game. <laughs> bowling? I, I did, yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that uh, the PR lady that works for us, Kareen, She's out there in Oregon. I know you're probably out there listening, probably smiling and cheesing right now. <laughs> so uh, she definitely uh, hooked hooked up the uh, interview with your man, Leonard Blocker. Leonard, if you're out there, man, I appreciate you making this all possible because him and Kareen, they was on the phone for the last couple of days going back and forth. Some great stories that they got uh, between each other already. I, I can't wait to, to hear any more stories. So it's definitely a blessing to have you on the show, man. And uh, I, I checked you out on Friday Night Fights the other day, and you did a great job. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So much. So born in Pittsburgh, but now in Philly. What's what's the? I know a lot of people say, well, Pittsburgh, but being in Philly, uh, everybody know that's that's a boxing town. You know, when you, when right. you think of, I'm not even gonna say boxer. We think of fighters. Mm -hmm. You think of Philadelphia. Well, you got the the, the greatest history. Well, one of the greatest uh, cities as far as boxing history here with the uh, you know Frazier, you know the Sphinx brothers, and you got. Uh, now Bernard Hopkins, and hopefully I can start, you know, I can keep it going with, uh, you know, with my fight game as a heavyweight. So, especially now when uh, the Eastern Europeans are dominating, it's nice to see the, basically the mecca of boxing in the U.S. So that hopefully have the best heavyweight in um, the world. That would be really nice. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I talked to uh, Rob Murray. Uh, me and Rob go way back. Uh, we're talking about some of the stories that I actually got introduced to Rob Murray. I actually met Bernard Hopkins. Uh, right. When I did a show with Randall Cunningham, uh, I think he was doing a appearance down in um, we're down in Greaterford Prison, and I wow. see Bernard and uh, you know I started going to the gym, hanging out with Rob Murray and some of the other fighters that was around, and just seeing the way Bernard went about his game and and the way those guys worked, man, was was a blessing. It was you know Bernard B Hop I always tried to get me in the ring, but I was not getting in the ring with that dude. <laughs> no, no. You don't want to get in the ring with somebody for your first time to get in the ring over a million times. You know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to start off on, a, on, on the uh, downside of it. You know what I mean? You want to make sure you got a nice, even fight for yourself. So. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't at, recommend it for you either. <laughs> yeah, looking, looking at your record, very impressive right now. You're uh, steady, rising upon the ranks. Uh, there, there's some possible um, title contentions that you can possibly get yourself on. Who is somebody out there that you're looking to fight for your next fight? Well, the next fight. 
is uh, Vladimir Klitschko, none, nothing less. I think that, uh, you know, earned my spot. You know, I had to do a lot more than a lot of fighters have in order to uh, get the opportunity to fight for a world title. You know, there's been some fighters out there that's been, you know, setting up for titles, getting title shots with not a whole lot of work done, basically. I, I just, you know, beat two fights um, ago. I beat a former world champion who had to fight one fight removed from his world title. I beat him soundly. Then the next fight, I go. I noticed right you put. I noticed you put that soundly. You put that soundly in there. Like, it was like a period. Like I beat him soundly. Like, like there was <laughs> yeah, no a, question. There was I no question. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was Samuel Peter. Everybody, you know, everybody knows that Peter is the, the nightmare. You know, he's unbeatable. He's strong. He punches hard. The nightmare I, woke up. He came, yeah, he woke up yeah. from the nightmare that night. It just turned out to be a bad dream. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it was it was a, it was a good fight. It was something good to showcase what I have to offer, and then. I had an opportunity the next fight to fight somewhere where I lost in the past, you know what I mean, in Germany, overseas, where, you know, it was my second um, offering, the, you know, to go there. And I figured this is my opportunity to right all the wrongs I have had done in my career, which has only been one loss. So I go over there and, like, soundly, now this was even more soundly, <laughs> dominated <laughs> the previously unbeaten Alexander Dimitrenko, who was, you know, done as the best heavyweight on the rise. There was nobody who was going to be able to beat this kid. He was this, he was that. And I went over there to his country, to his home, maybe not his home country, but his adopted home country, and took complete control of it and beat him. Yeah, that was that was a that was a big win. Uh, like I say, Klitschko's uh, talking to Rob Murray, and Rob Rob tells it how it is. You know, Rob Rob is straight down Philly, uncut. He said, yeah. you know, he's gonna take his boy. He's taking you down there, and you guys, you know, where he said y'all fight him anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. He said, "Don't matter if you fight overseas because you had a couple of fights over there, so you're comfortable with you know fighting away from from the city or fighting away from the states. Uh, right. That that'll be a big, big challenge for you. Uh, what do you think? Some of the some of the things that you can capitalize on on his size and and some of the things that he lacked that you can capitalize on. Well, and and, for, and one thing in particular, obviously, is speed. But you know, Kuchko, we all know, is not a slow fighter by any means." He's a good fighter. He's a great. He's a pretty good technician. He know he does what he does. He does what is best for him. Well, you know what I mean. He stays tall. He keeps you know keeps people at bay, and then and, and has a good, really good jab. But this, uh, the same thing really was with the, uh, Alexander Dimitrenko. Had a lot of the same technical abilities, maybe even a little more. You know, a little more fluid than Vladimir is, but not as strong, and maybe a little less less with the uh, experience side. You know what I mean. So all I'm going to really have to do is make him feel uncomfortable. You know, keep punches at him as I'm coming in. Don't just try to get inside and throw punches when I get there. Right. Punch to the target. You know what I mean? Make it, make him feel like there's always something coming at him. There's always something you got to worry about. So you think with him, he can fight other guys maybe who were big. You know, even small. some of the smaller guys he fought were kind of slow. You know what I mean? So it made it a little easier. He could kind of gauge what was coming, you know, move his head a little bit, to keep his, arm, keep his arms in the, in the guy's face, keep his, you know, his jab in their face, and they weren't able to capitalize. Right. Now you're going to have a sharp fighter. Maybe small but sharp. You can get under some of his shots, get to the target, punch in, punch out, and actually has I could have actually some success boxing him at a small at a small distance because of my head movement and my athletic ability and and my overall ability. So it gives me a lot of flexibility in there with a guy who is really not used to having that kind of uh, you know that kind of opponent in front of him. Right, and, and you know his his chin is definitely in question. If if you yeah. connect, not I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say when you connect, because I definitely want to see the heavyweight title come back to the States. And yes, I'll, yes, I'll be no no uh, prouder than, like I say, being in Philly for four years. Uh, it's almost like our adopted city. The people back there, they, they support our show 100%. Uh, 
And uh, just going, you know, like that's where I started watching boxing at, really, in the Blue Horizon. Yeah, uh, that's th- that atmosphere Great. is is. <laughs> is it's tough. I've had. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Most of the, the toughest fights I've had has been with Blue Horizon. <laughs> I mean, even the fight, I, even the fight I lost wasn't <laughs> as tough as some of those fights in the Blue Horizon, which I won. So it's it's like it's like the atmosphere. It's like you, the pressure you're under, regardless of of whether you are expected to win or not expected to win. The pressure that 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 atmosphere that that the fans, the the adrenaline you have to get pumped just have to really really be ready to fight going in the blue not just because of the atmosphere of the fans but because of the opponent you know there's there's rarely any you know bullcrap fights you know you want to say yeah. going that that venue you know what i mean it's a lot of tough fights always always ex- a lot of excitement going through there a lot of energy you just have to really be prepared when you go to the fight yeah that's like i said that's that's a great atmosphere uh i know when we first you know me and byron used to go to all the fights all the time watching bernard hopkins starting from the young executioner to to what he is to today Right. Uh, like I said, there there was if you came in there and you was running around the ring, they gonna let, the people gonna let they gonna get you up out of there. <laughs> yeah, Either no the fighter gonna body. get you out of there or the fans of Philly gonna yeah. get you out. They gonna throw some beer, they are gonna throw some peanuts at you. Uh, the Blue Horizon. If you, anybody out there listening, if you're in Philly, um, if you have, if you're ever in the city, go check out a fight at the Blue Horizon. You will never ever be disappointed. I, I've went to like six or seven fights there, and every time we went in there, it definitely was hot. It was sweaty. Uh, it's, it's almost like fighting in, in in your backyard, but but the excitement in that building is 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 crazy. No doubt, no doubt about it. Listen to him; he's a, he's a definitely is a great, it's a great place. I mean, they're, they're really picking it up. You know, um, trying to get it back to what it once was when there were you know title fights were able to be held there and big fights and big important fights. I mean, there's you know the greatest Philadelphia fighters fought in the in, in the uh, in the Blue Horizon, so it's a great venue. You know what I mean? Come out definitely when you get an opportunity. Please come out and watch. Oh, I definitely will. Uh, when are you when are you trying to ink this deal with uh, Klitschko? Are you guys in the negotiating stages right now? Definitely, and hopefully, you know, we're waiting on what the Povetkin people are going to do because they have rights to go first, and uh, then we're going to see. Beyond that, you know, if if that doesn't work out, then we'll try to get some negotiations and, and get a fight going as soon as possible. That's, 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 that's not like a good deal. We gotta take this quick little thirty second break. If you mind holding on and uh, joining us for the next segment, I definitely appreciate that, Eddie. No problem, man. All right, keep holding on. We gotta take this brief intermission. You listen to Hard Hitting Radio on the Voice of America Sports Network. I'm your host, Mark McMillan. I got my son in the house, Isaiah. He's got the, he's on the mic, but he ain't gonna say nothing. I got my man Kevy Kev in the house, all the way from Boston via via a the Boston Red Sox. He's a fan sitting in today, so we're gonna have a good time with this. So keep it here as we come back with up-and-coming heavyweight contender Eddie Chambers. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Are you ready to talk sports? I mean fantasy sports. Tune in to hear the latest fantasy news, injury updates, sleepers and busts, all with a new twist from the influence of pop culture and the music industry and their newly designed game, Suicide Fantasy Football. Get ready for the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show. Brothers Jim and Eric Butts are ready to clue you in on the exciting world of fantasy sports. Make sure you're a part of the new revolution in sports radio. Catch the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. You can never get too much butts. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. Thank you for holding on. Everybody out there, I know you got your new cocktail. Ice cold lemonade as we drinking on this straight H2O up in this desert. We need a little bit of water down here in AZ. It's always hot. So if anybody got some water that they can sprinkle on us, please email it, ship it, fly it out here because we definitely need some water. So we got Eddie Chambers on the line still. What's going on, Eddie? You still there? Yes, sir. Go so, ahead. yeah, man, like I said, it's, it's, um, I- I'm excited, man. Like I said, when I was talking to Rob Murray and he was just, you know, giving me some of your background and, and then just checking out some of your bio. Uh, some of the stuff that you had to go through as, as a young man, uh, would you like to, you know, express that or elaborate, you know, just growing up and a lot of, a lot of people, you know, not really believing in, in your talents? Well, it's, you know, basic, uh, you know, well, for me, it's a lot different. You know, I didn't have, have the huge amateur background like most fighters. Well, not saying most fighters, but most fighters at this level, you know, do. I mean, there's a lot of fighters at this level who have had huge amateur backgrounds, huge expectations as, you know, being great fighters, uh, you know, beyond uh, – yeah, you know what I mean. Me, I just turned pro. You know, at the age of 18, my dad made sure we got it done early. You know, we got it about four years in the amateurs. Only once in two national tournaments. So turning pro was I wasn't big on anybody's agenda. Nobody really knew. Nobody really cared. You know what I mean. So I had to make some. You know what I mean. Me, my me, my dad started out. I got about eight professional fights before I moved to Philadelphia. Eight professional wins, that is. And mm-hmm. 
once we moved on up, Rob Murray brought us up, basically took, took care of the family, put us in good position, uh, got us the right fights, got us with the right people, and then finally, after about 18, 19 Blue Horizon uh, fights, you know what I mean, where I won every one, finally felt comfortable going to Dan Goosen and, and, and uh, talking to him on, you know, pushing my career to the next level. Right. You know what I mean? So, got a fight, basically had a little fight that was almost like an interview <laughs> for, like, a company, basically. <laughs> but it was an interview to get with Houston, and um, he saw what I had to offer, and that first fight I fought a guy by the name of Dominic Jenkins, who was, like, the quintessential spoiler. Like, he would, you fight him, and you know, if you if, if you got a guy that beats him and, kill, and kicks his behind, you know you got a good fighter, and that's exactly what I did. So I went in there and dominated the guy. He couldn't believe it. Right. He couldn't believe that somebody could just beat that guy. Because he's, he's, he's dominated undefeated guys and knocked them out. You know what I mean? And, it's a, and he, he, had a, he had a very, very uh, deceiving record. with was like 9-5 and five or something. But there's no question. He was uh, definitely a seeking guy who's been out there and fought some of the best fighters you know, in, in that, well, it, it, the best prospects, I'll say, in the division coming up. And he beat a few. So... I really had to do some uh, real serious fighting. Right. Get that fight. Then I went out there and beat him fairly on the easy side, and it was like, wow, you know, they, you know, they, they really liked it. So they put me on, and from there on, I like fought Derek Ross, he wins, then Brock, and then had that one stumble with the Pavekin loss, and right. really, that's really what put even more doubt because at that point, I was on the upswing. You know what I mean? When I was fighting like Ross, and then wins and beat Brock, they thought that he was figuring, oh man, this is definitely a big, you know, big, big step. He beats this got Pavek, and then, wow, you know, the possibilities are endless, but right. once I lost that fight, then everybody, you know, the doubts started raining in, you know, he's not, he's too small, he is not in shape enough, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, and a lot of those things, it's frustrating, because, you know, going from fighting six-figure paydays to fighting low fives, almost <laughs> four-figure paydays, it just looks like, oh my goodness, right. I mean, I, I never even made a six-seven, and I was number one. And I'm number one in the world at one point as far as in um, the IBS. So I was like, man, you know, what is this? And then, so then I move on up. I start fighting these little bullcrap fights. You know, but they weren't, I'm not going to say that. They were good, actually good fights. And they were against good fighters, actually. You know what I mean? But they were crazy paydays. And that's nothing I can really, you know, I can really do with. So I really had to pick it up fast. Because right. you know, we all have struggles <laughs> right. in our lives, no matter whether we're athletes or not, you know? So um, as, I, as, I, as I moved up and I got an opportunity, hey, Samuel Peter. Wow, ESPN2, nationally televised. Should I take it? I think there's no question about it. wasn't a huge purse fight, but it was a huge position fight. Being the guy who just had the belt one fight ago and dominating him would put me in a really, really good position, wouldn't it? Right. You know, I just had the belt. So that's going to have to get me ranked at least somewhere. So after beating him, it did. There was still major doubts, though, because of the, the way I look, supposedly, and you know, the way I had, my body was in certain areas, uh, they were like, oh, he doesn't have any shade. <laughs> that was like, a, yeah, he just won, but it wasn't that great. He didn't really do much. He didn't knock the guy out. Right. You know, he just did okay. And then they figured Sam Peter didn't look good against Vitaly Klitschko. So it was like, wow, what is, what is that really that he's doing? So it was so much doubt. So then they put me in with, that, with a guy that um, was on as the next guy, the next great heavyweight. So they thought, oh, this guy's going to be a smash. Right. The U.S. didn't even want to televise it. They figured it was going to be a slaughter. You know, he thought he was going to kill me and send me back home in a box, basically. <laughs> so, so what happened is I got in there the first few rounds. I'm pretty sure people were just shocked that I was even hanging in there. Right. More than, more than just hanging in there, dominating this guy. Hitting him, where I, hitting, him, hitting him when I wanted. He couldn't land a shot. Like I said on ESPN, he threw, if he threw a bucket of water or threw rice at me, or <laughs> he, he wouldn't be able to even touch me with that. So it was like, wow, it's like, you know, this is really happening. 
So as the fight wore on, they realized that the guy didn't have a shot. I, I heard him with a body shot, got counted for that, you know, for as a knockdown. I dropped him again with a left hook to the chin, and then almost dropped him again in the 12. The fight was landslide victory for myself. So it, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> I didn't say it was easy. It was a tough fight. The guy was tough. He's a great fighter, mm-hmm. and he does have potential for the future. But right now, my time, and I believe that I, 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 whoever's out there. I like you being humble, but as a boxer, I was waiting for you to be like, "Hey, he was a good fighter. I give him respect, but it ain't his time." I was waiting <laughs> for the, I, I was waiting for the for the hardcore to come. I was like, "He can't be that nice." Now you got to tell like, "Hey, he stepped in the ring with the wrong person at the wrong time, and he got dealt with." Period. There's no question. There's no <laughs> doubt about that, and that's what happened that night. You know, like I said, but he is a really talented fighter, and he got a lot of he got a big future ahead of him. I'm not going to say he doesn't. You know, it, it does as though he wants to continue with this sport. But, like I say right now, it's my time, and I believe that I've earned my keep as a, as a, as a heavyweight contender. And now, now I can step to that next level and become a champion. So, like I said, you got the big fight that you're trying to negotiate with with Klitschko. You said your hobby is bowling. Just go get you a bowling <laughs> ball, man. Put his put his grill on your bowling ball. You know what? And, and I win this fight. There's no doubt about it. That's what I was trying to figure out. What can I do <laughs> for my bowling balls? I put his stuff for somebody's face on there to smash against those pins. Put his, Why not his? Put his grill on there and smash him against the pins. <laughs> bowling, uh, you know what I'm saying? If you got to go get some get some, some kind of motivation. No doubt about if, it. If you no got to go eat some, eat some uh, Klitschko uh, flakes, you got to do what you got to do. You got to <laughs> eat, bleed. You got to, you, gotta, you know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta want to just regurgitate this guy. Man, no, no question. You're gonna really, be, really you know, you're going to be going on his home turf. He's going to have yeah. the, like I said, everybody's going to be like, hey, you know, Klitschko's the champ, hard hitter. Uh, no one can hang with him. He has a suspect chin, but he's still the champion. Guy what? from Philadelphia fighting from, you know, coming out of the Blue Horizon, Eddie Chambers. Yeah, he has a, a blemish on his record. Not giving you too much of a chance. No. I hope you go in there and break his neck. <laughs> Just, just, well, me, just spray his grill wide open. You know what I mean? <laughs> to the white meat. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, like I said, man, it's, it's, there's not going to be a lot of people thinking I got a shot here. I mean, even in the U.S., there's a lot of people probably sitting there looking like, man, he ain't got no shot. Right. This guy's going to go out there and get dominated. You know? He's going to be one of the. He's going to be another head on the on the on the on the uh, <laughs> panel piece or wall of the of, of the Klitschko brothers. Well, and I don't want to fall into that category. Right. So, and hard hitting radio. Hard hitting radio is right behind you, man. That's why it's called Hard Hitting Radio. Stay right behind me, man, because I'm going to need help. You know, I go over there and I beat this guy. They might not want to let me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll we'll get you back. You know what I'm saying? We got, you know, if, if Bill, Bill Clinton can go over overseas and get the two reporters back, ain't no problem. Yeah. We, we can get you back. If Smoke and Joe got to go over there and get you back, Smoke and Joe will get you back. <laughs> now, you know what, though? Honestly, Germany is a great place to fight, and I really enjoyed myself, especially the last time over there. You know, never had to have really any issues with any of the people. They seemed very open. Different, the different kinds of people, different races of people, uh, anything. You know, it was it was a really nice place to fight. Like I wouldn't mind fighting there again. And you know, whether it's here and, and the only problem I got is the travel, the actual flight. <laughs> That's right. the only problem I got. If I could just be beamed over there and just end up there, <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, fact is, I got to fly over there, which gives me a problem. But it's a nice place to fight. I don't mind going there and and to to go over there and fight, especially the, for the world title is. It's a dream, and I just I'm just happy to be in this position. Hey, that's that's a great that's a great thing. So, like I said, we we thank uh, Leonard Blocker who's out there working hard, making this all possible. My homegirl Kareen down there, Eugene, she's our PR girl now on the team. We definitely appreciate all the hard work she's done. Uh, my man Rob Murray down there in Philly, I know he's always holding it down. Uh, great man, uh, you know I have nothing but respect for uh, Mr. Murray 
actually, like I said, took me in the gym and, and showed me some stuff why, you know, everybody thought we were all barbaric. And, you know, by playing with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, just going in the gym and just seeing a boxer work at what you guys do, man, it's amazing. Yeah, but like, but like, like you say, seeing what we do is amazing. I bet you if I came out there and watched y'all do on that field, it would have been amazing to me too. You know what I mean? I played football when I was a kid. And I ain't never did nothing like you guys do on on the football field in the weight room and and on the track on on the track. You guys really work hard as well. So I think for every for every athlete, teach his own. You know, man, you are everyone everyone who is a great athlete is a great player in, in any sport has to work hard in their own way. Right. I appreciate it. Uh, you have, you know, you're coming on the show today, man. It was definitely a pleasure. Uh, if you're out there listening, go check out my man, Eddie Chambers. Check him out. Fast Hands Eddie Chambers out of Philadelphia. Rudy Moore, support him. I know the city of Philadelphia is going to be behind you 100%, man. Keep holding it down. We'll definitely uh, get you on the show again leading up to the big fight. We'll love to have you on again. We appreciate, uh, like I said, my man Leonard Blocker out there, Rob Murray, Eddie Chambers, number 15 by the IBF, 35-1 with 18 KOs. Bring on Klitschko. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. All right. Have a good one out there, man. Keep bowling. Get that bowling ball with Klitschko's grill on it. Hey, man. I'm about to. I'm about, right. about to go get that thing drilled right now. All right, man. Be safe out there in Philly. Have a cheesesteak for me, man. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. We're on air right now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We had Eddie Chambers on the line. He was our guest today. We definitely appreciate him being on the show. Uh, check him out. You know, go to his website, you know, eddiechambers.com, also known as Fast Hands Freddy. So it's a, it's a good day. You know, today I got a, got a crib. Got a crib. Got, got, got a crib. I ain't going to start rapping. But uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to my man, Michael Yozo, out there who helped me uh, make the deal happen. I appreciate all that, you know, whatever you've, all the work that you've done for me to get me in there. My homegirl out there, Shannon, out there as well. So, Shannon, I appreciate all the hard work. Driving around in the heat. Had your little girl in the backseat who was very cooperative. So, it was a good deal. So, I appreciate uh, my man Michael out there from Arizona Elite Property. So, you know, check him out out there if you get a chance. Shoot him an email at myozo at yahoo.com. Or holla at my girl, Shannon. She's with Team Investments. So just check her out, Shannon, at teaminvestments.com. So, Shannon, if you're out there, definitely appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the crystal light and the watermelon. I definitely owe you. So anytime, you know, when I get everything stacked in the crib, we'll definitely uh, make that happen. So I just have to give that out, shout out, because I have a new roof over my head. So everything is good. I'll probably be sleeping on the floor for a minute till I get some furniture up in that piece. But it's all good. Me and my boy, we're going to have a little sleepover tomorrow. Probably get the PlayStation 3, little DVD. He said he's bringing over his dog. I know you probably heard him in the background. You can bring over his dog. It's all good. So we definitely like to appreciate that. Like again, once again, my homegirl back there, Kareen, I know you out there listening. Good job today hooking up my man Eddie Chambers. You and Leonard Blocker are now joint at the hip. That's your boy now. You can't get rid of Leonard. Leonard, good job out there, man, getting everything done. You and Kareen, make sure you all collaborate. Keep it going. So if you got any more boxers out there, she'd love to get the bios from you, man. So keep those things coming. Like I said, we got quite a few things to talk about. My man Kevin Graves is in the house today. Good friend of mine from way back. Um, Boston fan to the heart, man. This dude, Beantown. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is cheers. Yes, yes. <laughs> he love, He loves Boston. So we were just talking a little bit about, you know, about the NFL I would go, always got to give a shout-out to my man from the Eagles. Always got to give them a shout-out. Looking for big things for them. Got the Hall of Fame game coming up. Uh, I give him a, I'm not going to say him. I'm just going to say the Buffalo Bills will be playing because I don't want to say who's the headliner guy. But he's not even the headline in my book. You got the Hall of Fame inductees this week. Good friend of mine. I'll give him the last because I want to say a little bit about about that. You know, you got... Rod Woodson, who's going in, great player from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, grew up watching him, had the opportunity to actually play against him. As well, uh, Randall McDaniel, the great tackle. The great with the bent leg from the Minnesota Vikings. Arizona State Sun Devil grad. Wide receiver Bob Hayes, way overdue. Bob Hayes should have been in the grill. man. He should have been in there. Then, of course, the headliner, uh, you call me biased because I always talk about Alabama, the University of Alabama, that is. 
the Crimson Tide. My man Derek Thomas will be inducted. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be much support. I should have been down there. I couldn't get, get down there. I was trying to get a crib and everything arranged, try to get the kids back in school. But my heart is definitely going out to the uh, Thomas family. All my boys down there. I know my man Stacy Harrison has said he's going to go down there. A couple other guys. Uh, my man Biggie, who was a great friend of uh, Derek as well, who did a lot of things for him uh, while Derek was on the field. He took care of some of the stuff that was going on off the field. Uh, to everybody down south that knew Derek, uh, as well as people around the league, uh, class guy, played the game how it was supposed to be played. Uh, you never want to go into the hall, you know, when you're not there to give your acceptance speech. So that's, that's you know, that's a little touchy subject because, you know, a good friend of mine, Reggie White, also went in and he wasn't able to uh, say his acceptance speech because he passed away as well. So my man Derek Thomas has finally got into the Hall of Fame, finally got into the Hall of Fame. So I'm excited, man. I'm going to watch – I'm not going to say I'm going to watch the game because I know everybody's going to be focusing on that other guy that got his new cereal down there in Buffalo. I'm not going to say his name because that's going to give him more pub and everybody's going to try to tune into his – we won't even talk about him. Kevin, what you got to say about the NFL coming up? I know you're a big Patriots fan. You know that. And a a lot of people are not even talking about the Patriots really. And we like that in Boston because we just want to fly under the weather, you know. Don't don't say too much, but um, obviously looking for good things because we let Castle go and and Brady looks healthy. And um, but not just saying this back to your boys in Philly, but that's the team to look out for now that McNabb has weapons. I mean, the guy uh, Lashawn McCoy out of Pittsburgh, right, is 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 going to be a player, and uh, the the receiver Macklin out of Missouri, right. So for once, he's got some. Uh, serious weapons so of course i'm pulling for the patriots but look out nfc east i think it's the era the eagles and it's gonna be pretty tough you know not the giants uh my son's shaking his head because he loved the giants uh gave eli uh they backed the brinks truck but oh, they, they they back they backed it up they back they opened up the doors and said hey here, here you go you're our guy and you got a guy down there in new england who's by far since joe montana and steve young by far one of the best quarterbacks to play the game outside of Brett Favre in that era. And he's looking like, hey, if Eli can get that, and everybody knows what I can do on a game-to-game basis, there's no doubt I'm Tom Brady. I got the hottest chicken on the planet. (laughs) Yep. And uh, rumor has it that companies are now calling Eli for possible bailouts instead of the government. (laughs) (laughs) You're right about that. Eli, you need to invest in hard-hitting radio. You got all that money. We're giving you a little shout-out right now. Eli, if you're out there listening, back there in New York, we we need a little bit of that. We need a little bit, man. Hook us up with a little stimulus check, man. And go go out and spend some of that money. Yeah, go on. Tip people. Don't forget the tip, too. Nah, Eli's not tipping. You know, he's a a laid-back kind of guy. Uh, He'll probably wear his little jeans and, and his little pickup truck. But when you give a guy all that kind of money, he did win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You can't take that away from him. He has took, taken the Giants to the uh, to the playoffs each of the last uh, four years, so he's definitely getting. You know, he's he's winning games for him. But wow, that's a lot of, especially in New York. In New York, and well, here's the problem with the NFL is the salary cap. And uh, if you look at you mentioned Tom Brady, one thing that he did uh, a few years ago is he went in and he specifically signed for less money. A lot of people don't realize that he signed a 10-year, $60 million contract. Now, that's not, that was a lot of money at that time. That's $6 million a year. Mm-hmm. If we would have kept Castle this year, that would have been a minimum of $9 million. We would have had a situation where we're paying a, you know, Castle more than Brady. But part of the reason that Brady did that was so we could sign other players and be 
competitive, and you really don't see that a lot today. You see people going for the top line, and I, and I don't mind them doing that. they got to feed their family and stuff. But right. with the salary cap, if you give that kind of money to Eli – you know, what do you, somebody else is going to suffer somewhere. You're going to be weaker, offensive line or what have you. You're not going to have enough to go around, I don't think. Well, shoot, he got a lot of money, so maybe he can try to get Plex out because Plex is about to do some hard time. Yes, he is. I know my man Pierce. Pierce is like, whoo, he probably be doing the church dance right now. He's like, man, they can't get me. <laughs> you know, I took, him, I, I took him to the hospital. I did what I had to do, but uh, it's definitely a, a learning experience for him. Uh, too bad Plex had to. You know, go down that route. You know, in, in New York, they came when a guy when the mayor made that statement when it first came out. He would, we all knew like he he was not going to let this go as just some little petty case. He was going to do some time, and and the longer he waits, uh, the the longer he's going to be out of football. Exactly, and and I think that you know the one thing to keep whether it's sports or life in general. I mean, guns are very serious. It's a very serious topic. We have a right to carry them, but you know. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one. I don't think that they're going to let him slide on this. He's oh, he's going to be sliding. You know. He's going to be sli- when he go to jail. He's going to be sliding. He better make sure uh, <laughs> he don't be sliding too far. Yeah. So Plex, you, you better use. You better push off. <laughs> you keep bobbing and weaving, Plex. <laughs> keep bobbing and weaving. Keep so, moving. So if you ever had to push off, mixed with Plexico Burris, <laughs> you better start pushing off right now. So work on your stiff arm because you definitely going to need it. Because them boys in jail, they ain't playing. And you in New York? Oh, my goodness, Plex. Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. How can you blow that opportunity? Mm. Sitting on top of the world, you have everything going for you as far as your NFL career. Stuff always goes on off the field. That's just something that you have to, you know, you go through. It's a learning experience. We've been through it. Me and Byron always talk about some of the stuff that we have went through. We're not perfect. We're human beings. But you have to be smart. At, at some, You have to be smart. Sooner or later, the marbles have to you, they have to stop moving around a little bit you're not invincible you you're not invincible and the thing about it is uh um you know i didn't go through it and i don't know if it was when you and byron were in the league but when you come into the league now they have a two or three day conference specifically on public conduct and you know whether it's football or whether it's life in general like like you're going to be teaching with your son you know rules of conduct are going to determine where you are what your job whether it's football whether it's an accountant or whatever you you can't can't break the law you just can't you have the right to carry a gun but you, you know you can't break the law you just can't do it and like i say it's a, it's a definitely a learning experience for him because he sees it on a daily basis and he gets it firsthand he's hanging out with me he's hanging out with byron goes to vegas gets the privilege to hang out with my man who should be in the hall of fame randall cunningham down there in vegas mm-hmm. uh he gets to see it firsthand so it's a great experience for me to even have him around and and just do the right thing and, and you know just show a positive example that you don't have to break the law or you don't have to show or flash and let everybody know that you, you're successful as far as your outer it's all about what you have inside if you're if you're cons- you know secure with yourself and inside you don't have to rock around with the 22 inch rims and and the big gold chain around your neck and then you wear the cross that used to kill me we see guys wearing a big 20 inch cross around their neck then every word coming out of their mouth is the f-bomb this bomb that bomb I was like do you not see the cross around your neck because I can see it a mile away because mm-hmm. the diamonds is blinging. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, that's a learning experience those guys have to go through. And uh, it's just a sad situation that Mr. Plexico had to go to jail. Uh, Stallworth, uh, that's another tragic situation. He's done his time, and, and he's trying to get reinstated, which I don't think he should be reinstated. You killed somebody, plus you were high. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just don't I don't see the, the commissioner anytime soon. Uh, letting that slide because uh, it's not only that you're under the influence, but you know someone died in this situation. So 
Uh, we got the music in the background. I can talk about those guys all all day long. You know, young guys, get your head right, get your mind right. If you're out there listening, if you're in training camp in the dog days, you're sitting in your room right now because I know it gets kind of hot and kind of steamy down there in, the, in training camp. You get a little tired. Tune in to Hard Hitting Radio on the Voice America Sports Network. We'll be back after this brief intermission. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey football fans are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the buffalo bills and the national football league are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football instead of answering your questions they prefer to listen to themselves and when they don't like what you're saying they just cut you off Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm a survivor of mannequinism. Mannequinism is basically when you turn into a hard plastic shell. They say it's from not being politically active. For me, it started when I didn't register to vote. And then I stopped volunteering, and before I knew it, I wasn't doing anything. And that's when I found a small patch of plastic on my right shoulder. Protect yourself from mannequinism. Log on to fightmannequinism.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. Back for another segment. Like I said, it goes by real fast. I'm your host of the Hard Hitting Radio show, Mark McMillan. In absence, my man B&E down there in San Diego, chilling with Shamu. I got my son all but about three feet seven, filling in Byron's chair. You should see, he's kind of filling it in right now. He's playing on his little PSP little video game. I don't know if he's going to say anything today. Would you like to say anything, son? You're not going to say nothing about your USC Trojans? USC Trojans are probably going to probably going to win more championships than Alabama. Wow, look at that prediction. My son is turning against the tide already. He said University of Southern Cal will probably win more championships 
than the University of Alabama. Uh, of course, he doesn't know his history. We have way more championships than <laughs> University of Southern California, but we won't go there. But he's young. He's you know, it's his first time on the mic. It might come true in fifty years. Fifty years? Yeah, I, you never know. Yeah, it's it's, it's like I said, it's going to be a pretty interesting college football season. I, you know, we talk about the pros and everything, but when you talk about the pros, it's almost like a no-brainer. That's your job. But in college football, that's where it's at. It, I, college football, I'm, I'm every Saturday. I'm ready. Saturday, Saturday night. It's all about football. I'm, I'm all in. So, you know, I got a new adopted team this year. The University of Utah. My man Manny Hendricks is the assistant athletic director. He was on the show last last week with my man, me and Byron Evans, my homegirl down there in Eugene. Definitely gotta give her a shout out, Kareem. She's actually the uh, cheerleading coach for the University of Oregon. So she's uh, definitely on the, you know, she's a new part of our team. So we definitely appreciate all the hard work. So I got to go check out an Oregon Duck game as well. They got a, they got a pretty good squad, but they're not ranked up there like we got our rankings. Kevin, what do you have uh, as far as your rankings over there, and what do you think about the upcoming college football season? Well, as far as the rankings, I got uh, Florida 1, Texas 2, OU 3, USC 4, and Bama 5. And this is going to be one of the most exciting college football seasons in a long time because it's wide open. Um, it is. You know, it's wide open. I I don't know if I've, I watch this guy Barkley, the freshman at USC. Is he, is he a threat to start? I haven't heard anything there. The thing about USC, when when some of the quarterbacks come about, no one heard about Carson Palmer. No one was talking about Matt Leinart. No one was talking about John David Booty when these guys were coming up. Whoever they plug in in that system – seems to flourish because they have so many weapons on the outside and, and the backfield is always stacked. So yep. it, those guys make the quarterback what he is. And, and you talk to any of those those uh, quarterbacks, you know, Palmer, Booty, and, and Liner, they all had great receivers as well as great backs. Uh, shoot, if you're Matt Liner, I got to do is turn around and hand the ball off to Lindell White or Reggie Bush. Yep. Uh, how hard was that? And then you get to the pros. And you hold the clipboard for three or four years, so <laughs> he got it made. You know, he looks good. You know, he got the nice fade. He's always talking about he's competing for a job, but everybody knows that's Matt Liner's job yep. someday. But Kurt Warner, that, that that job is locked up for the next two years. So, you know, when you talk about college football, you can't go without talking about the University of Alabama, but Florida Gators as number one, you know, deservedly so because you have the best quarterback the last couple of years. Uh, you can go with – my man out of Oklahoma, uh, Stafford. So you could definitely go with him as well. You got Apple. Uh, what's my man from Texas, uh, who should be up for the for the Heisman as well? Uh, the the Big Twelve is going to be pretty stacked. Uh, so the Big Twelve, everybody know the SEC is always stacked. The Pac-10 should be uh, greatly improved. Uh, you got Oregon. Oregon State is going to be uh, playing well as well. You know Stanford always plays well with Harbaugh down there coaching those guys up. I don't know about Arizona State though. No, probably a rebuilding year for Arizona State. But, <laughs> you know, for those of you out there, you might see history, though. If, if Florida punches it through and gets three out of four, it'd be three championships for Tim Tebow. And uh, I don't know if anybody's ever done that before, but maybe back in the Alabama days, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's... So you're going to have the big matchup of OU-Texas, of course, which is going to determine maybe which one of those teams goes to the national championship. Right. Because the way the BCS is, and we all, I don't know how... Everyone always feels about the BCS. It's uh, you know, I'm against it, but whoever wins that game is going to get some major points, and they're going to get elevated up in the BCS. So that's going to be a, a stellar game. 
both teams returning a ton of starters. Right. Either one of those five teams, I mean, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is good. Going to be a good team this year. Ole Miss is good. LSU. LSU always good. Yeah. So it's the SEC is stacked. You got Georgia. Just because, you know, the, everybody say, you know, the quarterback has left uh, to go to one of the, the worst franchises in NFL history, the Detroit Lions, who probably couldn't even beat one of these top five teams right now as far as Florida, Texas, OU, USC, and Bama. But, uh, you know, Georgia have great athletes on both sides of the ball. They return some of the guys as far as uh, their athletic position. Uh, they lose Moreno uh, in the backfield, so that's that's going to hurt them as well. But when you go through the, through the SEC or any major college football program, there's always a guy behind you that's a parade All-American and, and somewhere along the line. Uh, USC is always stacked. Florida is always stacked. Texas is always stacked. And, and Oklahoma is, is is always on top as well. So these 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 uh, top five teams can go down. You lose one game early, you want to lose early. You don't want to lose later on down the line. Uh, you know, Alabama has a big game against Virginia Tech. Will be the opener for them. Uh, Clemson felt the wrath last year. Just uh, know that we're not going to be sneaking up on anybody this year. Everybody's going to be ready for for the guys in the Crimson Tide. Uh, they take care of businesses there. Uh, the schedule gets a little bit easier into the break until they go to the SEC. Uh, Florida is going to have trouble as well uh, with, with victories, uh, tough road games. Texas, uh, I don't, I don't. I, you always say Texas, you think of Oklahoma. That's that's some of the one of the biggest rivals that they're probably going to have to face. Uh, not unless somebody really comes along. Uh, Missouri, you know, they lost a ton of their guys. Uh, Kansas, you know, they lost a lot of their guys as well. So when you talk about the Big Twelve, I don't know. You know, you can't say Texas A and M. You know, I, I'm still looking for the 12th man <laughs> uh, with those guys. It's been a long time since uh, Texas A&M did anything as well in the Big 12. So, yeah, and they've had some coaching changes too. So they've had um, they've had some changes, and that's always tough to overcome. But Oklahoma, uh, you know, Bradford coming back after right. you know. Mark Sanchez, by the way, should be sending Bradford a thank you note because <laughs> if, if Bradford didn't come out, I don't think Mr. Sanchez would. You're right. You know, he might be having a, a, a zero dropped off of his <laughs> bonus, if you know what I mean. You're right about so, that. So, I mean, look out. Oklahoma could run the table. But Florida, I mean, Tebow, I've never seen a player in my life. And a lot, they say that he may not be a pro quarterback. But as far as college, I don't ever think I've seen anybody with, if you look up the word determination, and, you know, with, with the determination that guy has, he kind of willed him to win in the second half of that game, and I just look for him to come out again as a senior in in Florida to be there all the way through as well. Yeah, like I say, I've, when you talk about Florida, of course, I don't like to talk about Florida, but I represent the Southeastern Conference. But I give credit when credit is due. Last week we talked about Utah, who spanked us real good with no ends and buts about it. They, they gave us a royal whooping as my son shakes his head over here. He was excited about the game as I was throwing my beverage all over the house because I could not believe what they did. And, of course, he was excited about the Rose Bowl, you know, USC spanking up on, on Penn State, who they didn't have enough team speed. So whenever the Big Ten plays against, like, the Pac-10 or something like that, you see the speed. You see the difference. Uh, Exposed. You, know, you definitely see it. The Big Ten, you know, they, they, they smash mouth. Ohio State is going to be good. I'm, I'm very excited to see what the, Mr. Pryor has in store as far as being the full-time starter. Uh, you lose Beanie Wells, who's now with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it should be exciting. So this college football season, like I said, I, I'm just jacked up about the whole the whole year. Uh, so I'm ready. I'm ready to get it going. So we got to take this 30-second clock tick down right here. So we'd like to thank everybody for listening in 
to the Hard Hitting Radio Show on Voice America Sports. I'm Mark McMillan, your host, my man B&E out there in San Diego. Keep holding it down. Wish you safe travels back, b and I got my man Kevin Graves in the house. And Thank I got you. my man Isaiah McMillan. Would you like to say bye to the public, man? Go and say bye, Zay. He don't even want to say nothing. So tune in next week for another great show on the Voice America Sports Network. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up tight. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, come in, Byron Evans. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.